what's going on guys little switcheroo on ya this is Matt I'm bringing the intro to you today and I'm here with uh, my uh, Lando to my Han Josh <laughs> so what's going on Josh what's going on Matt <laughs> and we also have brought Chewie along with us our Jimmy <laughs> well played well played so um, our main topic today, we're going to uh, talk about the news that broke about the Batman series. And uh, before we do that, we'll get into new news. And uh, I have new news, Josh, but since we're switching gears, you want to throw out one piece of new news first? Um, yeah, sure. So um, this week, um, it's, it's not really new news. It's been out for during episode five. Um, but over the past week, I've gotten caught up on uh, Doom Patrol season two. Nice. Um, dude, absolutely fantastic. Better like, than the first? No, it's but it's it's there with the first. Okay. Like it's it's not better or worse. They've got there's there's so much they do. They do this one episode called Sex Patrol. And <laughs> okay, you got me there. I'm yeah, <laughs> it's it's all about. Um, you remember Flex? Um, Flex Steel, the guy that like flexes his yeah. muscles and like can make things appear and like like controlled matter and stuff uh-huh. with his muscles. Um, well, uh, Rita, the the elastic girl yeah. um, character, she's trying to unlock her powers and um, or control her powers. And she, she thinks that if she gets off, that it will um, help her be able to clear her mind <laughs> and be able to... So she gets him to flex his muscles to be able to make her orgasm. <laughs> and so like nothing like what you would think. But she's well, okay. just like That's laying in bed you think fully of normally. But normally, for Doom Patrol, it makes great sense. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Normally, she's just laying in bed fully clothed. He's like sitting there staring out. He, she has her him stare out the wall, and then he flexes his muscles, opens a portal, or no, I'm sorry, it 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 calls upon a sex demon that's uh. at, that's all the way across the world that notices the the amazing orgasm that she's having. And drives him to his her sexual energy that she's putting off, and so he opens. I'm, I'm sorry, I zoned out. Are you talking about your personal sex life? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Um, Josh flexes all the time around here. <laughs> so, so um, this this demon is trying to pop out a baby, and uh, and then in the human or the baby, as soon as it cries, it ends the human race. So this, these Ghostbuster characters. That are that are like the sex busters, pretty much, and like they they go and chase these sex driven anomal, uh, um, you know, supernatural anomalies, and so this guy's on the radar, and they're they're trying to stop him from having his baby. Once they absorb enough sexual, like supernatural sexual energy, he's able to um, reproduce and pop out a baby. So he's like sitting there in the middle of this portal, like his belly's growing and stuff, and like. There are these sex busters that like come walking through, but they walk like the dude like walks in between Flex Steel and uh, yeah. and and the the girl, and like he starts like creaming his pants and stuff, <laughs> and like there are sex ghosts like have or having sex all over the place and stuff. It is on par with exactly what you would think of Doom Patrol. That is so funny. Yeah. So um, if you haven't checked it out yet, Doom now, Patrol season all, two. All episodes are there too. Five. There's so five. they just okay. released five this week. Okay. Um, and it's uh, it's it's fantastic. Obviously, they're moving the story further along. Um, there's a little bit more um, development of the characters as far as reaching out beyond like what their previous, uh, you know, yeah. Build instead of building up the characters, they're expanding the characters. Yeah. 
but they're not doing anything to to take away from what we know is the Doom Patrol. Well, and I think like we talked about how awesome the show is. Period. Yeah, I mean any any show that begins with a portal opening up yes. from the ass of an ass is <laughs> is just going to be amazing. Yeah, but what's what I find intriguing and interesting to what you just said though is that you still have all the topical pieces that they go through in their storylines and in the in the episodes will have some very like this very unique bizarre funny hysterical just outrageous stuff but at the same time you're seeing that growth pattern and development of those characters you know within the time within these experiences and i think that's mm-hmm. what's that, that's what makes it smart you know yeah. what i mean to still be able to like you said they're still bringing those characters and, and rounding them out even more but in this in this backdrop of just complete craziness you know what yeah. i mean so i think it's that that's a challenge and it's definitely it is a art and a skill that yeah. they're able to do with these guys so i think it's i mean i can't wait to watch it yeah fantastic yeah i mean it's everything that you would expect um no no negative comments from here cool very cool um a show that you really liked uh jimmy uh that we've talked about previously um the boys had their season two trailer released this week yeah um uh, we just watched it here before the podcast. Do we want to run it down really quick? I mean, there's nothing that I can really nitpick out of it, but just that it's heating up, man. I mean, yeah. it's just. I mean, other than that, I mean, Billy Butcher. It's all heat. It's all heating up, and it's it's coming around, and it's like the thorn in their side is really him, and they're really starting to feel it now. I mean, it's yeah. almost like they get, they kind of got poked before, you know, but now it's like twisting the knife in a little bit more, you know. Yeah. And it's like you can really see it. It looks like it's going to get real aggressive and really start making a, a harder, a harder move, which is going to create that tension with Billy Butcher's group as well. You know what I mean? Is they're starting to realize that they're really making a lot more noise than maybe what they thought they were going to be doing. You know, and uh, so I don't know. I think it looks great. I mean, it's. I think that's a smart piece too. I think it's a really intelligent, uh, smart show as well, along the same as Doom Patrol. Yeah. So, when does that drop? Uh, then to this wait no September September so it's, uh, it's okay. September, and that guy that plays not what's his name Cap, all all American what's his name the, the uh yeah the I can't remember his name. oh jeez oh, I can't remember either but yeah the, he's really good yeah really good really really good the so. Captain America ripoff guy yeah exactly yeah what do you think of it so I've I've been slacking I really like like I think we talked about before I really like the concept of it. Yeah. Um, as far as I know, like to me, like non like a uh, comic guy or anything like that, that concept of like a show to where it actually shows like, all right, you got all these people running around fast as hell doing all these superpowers. Well, obviously there's going to be some collateral damage. And that's kind of the whole premise of the initial, mm-hmm. you know, start of the season there. Um, that that was what really intrigued me into it. But then I got around like episode three or four, and I just I think I started watching something else, and I haven't gone back to it. So yeah. I haven't been past the episode where like they almost get caught. Like they they had the one dude captured in like the little yeah, like, yeah the invisible guy. Yeah, they had yeah. him captured in the cage, and they almost got caught by the by the super yeah. the, the dude that's the leader. Um, and then I didn't after that. I I haven't picked it back up yet. But it, well, it's just, the. That preview we just watched in the second season looks good, so I probably will 
finish off that season yeah. and see, see what else goes on. But, just uh, the, the way they expose the underbellies of the superheroes yeah. is, is, right. is, is such a unique twist, and that's that's Enos. Well, because that's if superheroes does. were real, that would definitely yeah. be a thing. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And there would be just as many people against yeah. them as there would be for them, oh, right? Sure, absolutely, so. especially nowadays. Um, yeah, I mean, the and the the director came out and talked to the well, you know, Patton Oswald did like the the round table thing over Skype and I think it was there that they were talking about how much they had to cut from the the show and like there was there was a bunch of stuff that was like too hard mm-hmm. even for like for what they were doing like mm. that was very true to the comic books. Yeah. Well, yeah, they had yeah, they definitely yeah, it's so dark. That book is really dark. So yeah. So what's the what's the leader of the boys' name? What's what's that guy? Billy what, Butcher. That's the character. They whoever they chose that guy. I don't remember his name, but the guy they chose to cast him. I thought that was a great choice. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if he's ever done anything like that before. Oh, he was the doctor yeah. off of uh, Star Trek. Yeah, the, he always Star played kind of serious like Bones, warrior yeah. roles and shit like yeah. that, as far as I can remember. Um, so he really surprised, and I really, I really like his character. And then the the kid who got his girlfriend run over by the fast guy, yeah. he just pissed me off the whole time. <laughs> he was being such a such a pussy about everything. Yeah. I hope he gets a little bit better throughout the series, as far as that goes. In my opinion. Well, his name's um, Carl uh, Urban. Is his okay. name? But he was on Xena Warrior uh, Princess too. Aye. Yeah, and then he also. Um, Appeared in Lord of the Rings. I knew that. Yeah, and then I did not know about Xena though. Yeah, and uh, Dredd. I forgot about that. Mm. Judge Dredd. Yeah, he yeah. was that Judge Dredd. Yeah, that's and, definitely and in line with Dredd. This. Yeah, that that's probably the one that kind of set him up for this. I think as far as career wise, but I liked him as Bones. I thought he was a good. Yeah, I thought he was a really good Bones. Really good for that. I mean, I like that. I like that. The whole that whole casting they did for Star Trek was great mm-hmm. with all those guys with the Zach and. Uh, and uh, Chris Pine. Oh yeah, dude, wasn't he also in that um, that Vin Diesel flick where he could see it Riddick. night or whatever? Riddick, yeah. yeah, wasn't he also in Riddick? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah he was. Cool. Um, while we're on trailers, uh, there's the new trailer that came out for the Tax Collector. Yeah, Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, Shia LaBeouf. He's uh, yeah. he's a. Uh, I guess they're from what I gather. It's like a uh, an overarching gang in the city of L.A. that kind of has the rest of the gangs underneath their thumbs, and he plays this tax collector character that that collects the um, the dues owed to this gang by all the or all the other gangs within yeah. uh, within L.A. Yeah, um, definitely feed, like feeds into who you would think Shia LaBeouf would play nowadays. Mm-hmm. No, I, it looks like it's. A, I think this could be one. If other issues around it don't stop this movie from really getting traction, I do think that this is kind of a way for him to come back and say, "Yeah, I mean, the guy is half nuts." I mean, that's just. I mean, it's the truth. I mean, I mean, I know actors are can have that weird side yeah. and all that type of I, stuff, but he's kind of like he he's. Like, you know, because like Joaquin Phoenix, too. Yeah. I mean, obviously, nut job, right? But, I mean, very talented. Well, very, very talented. Or uh, Tom Cruise, too. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, Tom Cruise, too. I mean, he, obviously, he's more subtle of a nut job. Well, yeah. I mean, know? he nowadays, I mean, remember, the there was like a good, like, two-year period after he jumped on the couch. Yeah. With, um, with Oprah. Yeah. That he... Uh, 
he just solidly in that job. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. So I just think that he just somehow went off the rails, but. But I like him. I, I don't think he's a bad actor. And I haven't seen Honey Boy. You did. Right. That's and, what I was, and what did you think of his say. performance in that? So first I'll say Shia. I don't know. I, oh, is I it Shia? I think it's Shia. S-H-I-A. What did yeah. I say? Shia LaBeouf. I don't know. I don't know I, what I said either. I no, you're good. I, I, I always pronounce his whole like Shia LaBeouf like together. Yeah. And so I was just yeah. calling him by his first name, I guess. You know, like we're boys or something. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, you no, know me and Shia back in the day. Yeah, Shia. Yeah. One of my favorite actors. Hmm. I mean, seriously, my favorite role. I like. I've liked him in when he played Holes for Disney. Oh, yeah, oh God, yeah, that's right, dude. Uh, yeah, he, I thought he was good in that, and he, uh, and then he was Transformers. Transformers, yeah, he yeah. was good in Transformers. Um, and then as he got older and started and started getting the news a little bit more, or whatever. But uh, dude, the movie well, Fury. Played, yeah, Fury was good. He, he played the badass in Fury. He played the Moonshine Runner too. That yes, was actually that was really good. Honest with you, with Tom Hardy, right? Yeah, yeah, Tom Hardy. That actually, I think, was probably one of his best. Yeah, that yeah. love that movie was really good. He, I really like. He that. seemed to always play very age appropriate. Like as he got older, he kind of picked roles that were good for his age at that time. But also, I think he picked roles that are diverse, too. True. I mean, it wasn't he's like got he a lot of range. Big, yeah. yeah, I think he's a talented dude. He's just really kind of nutty. So, he, needs a good, he needs a better publicist. And that's what brings me to Honey Boy, is I would recommend you guys watch it. Um, it is, it's a drama. What's it about? So he plays a version of his father. And his father was like his. He was a child actor, and his ver- and his father was his manager. I now, guess is this say. isn't s- semi autobiographical. It's just this is is it or is it not? It's. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's meant to be semi autobiographical. Okay. But he is playing his father. Okay. And so he has his hair grown out, like long, but he's got like his bald spots and stuff like uh-huh. that. Um, and he plays his dad. His dad's a, a Vietnam vet that was a rodeo clown and stuff like that, okay. and uh, alcoholic. Um, and he's just he's just abusive as hell to him. Mm-hmm. Like there's one scene where so they're living in and out of a motel, right? And uh, I mean there's there's one scene where uh, little Shia goes to take a piss. And his dad just starts making fun of the sound of his urine hitting the hitting the water. He's just like, that sounds like a little dick right there. He's like, you get that shit from your mother. <laughs> you know? And like, he was just completely, like, abusive and then tries to, like, work him really hard on his lines and stuff like that. And the whole, you can just tell the whole movie, he's just really wanting his dad to be, like, a real dad. Mm-hmm. But that's just not his dad. You know, his dad's no. just a fucked up dude. And, um... And then there's also a, uh, he's in like, his mom had, I guess, signed him up for like the Big Brother program. And, you know, his dad has a problem with the Big Brother and stuff like that. He's like, you fucking chicken hawk. You know, you're trying, you're trying to get with little kids and shit like that. <laughs> it's, I re- without really kind of telling you guys too much about the flick, I, I really recommend it. He, he, did, uh, he did really good playing his, playing his own dad. I, I'll, I'll say cool. that. So he played both characters? No. Another another actor okay. played him as a as a child, but he played his own father. Yeah. So it was it was a great movie. All right, hold on a second. So he is the father in the movie. Yeah, he plays his dad. Oh, okay, in the I understand. Movie. All right, yeah. I'm sorry. And somebody plays his, somebody else plays him as a boy. Understood. Okay. It sounds like a therapy session I got paid for. Yeah. 
I'm not, I'm not a normally big fan of like dramas and stuff like that, but that was that was a good it's flick. Good it was interesting yeah. to me because I did like him as an actor. So, um, there was a TV show that that we watched. Uh, I, I think you watched most of it. I watched all of it last year, but um, and a big series that I'm into, um, The Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, season we- two came out just this past, or I, I guess came out not too long ago. And so we haven't talked about it yet. Um, I started watching it. I'm probably like five episodes in mm-hmm. so far. Um, the things I didn't like about the first season, and for to recap, the first season, um, and, and I mean, so um, the, the, the show itself, Twilight Zone, has always been political. That was the, the statement of the, the show was to be political and to... Um, well, it also was designed to challenge the standards that they put in place to censor television and they found yeah. ways around it yeah exactly yeah. Mm-hmm. but um and, but it always had a, it always had a way of, of doing it without being in your face or you know it was Correct. it was it was it was more chalant right than than it was you know there wasn't oblivious. an agenda as much as it was yeah. just I don't even know what the right word is, Josh. To be honest with you, but I mean, what you're it was saying kind is of incognito. Right. Yeah. yeah, and it and it, and it was because it was like really, I mean, what they were all the censors that all the all the censorship that was put into television at that time was was strong. I mean, it was hard. Yeah, and um, the way that they were able to go around it, but I think in season one, and this is why I kind of just dropped off on it because I was expecting to get back to that more psychological thriller type stuff that you see yeah. and you know and it wasn't there when i just kept watching it and all i could do was feel the underlying pennings which i'm seeing in a ton of stuff right now with political agendas and yeah stuff yeah like and it wasn't it's it like i don't want that's not like my entertainment i don't i don't need that yeah okay my 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 entertainment world needs to be free of that yeah <laughs> unless i'm watching a political drama or you know if i'm watching the west wing that's fine but you know, if I'm not, I don't need it. I don't need to have it's your escape. I, yeah, exactly. I don't need to have little secret messages or. or, or well, they weren't so with, secret within the first season. It was, that's it my was point. Too I mean, it literally was face. like it in your face. Yeah, you know, which. So I'm pleased to say that season two does not do that. Mm. Um, it is very much reminiscent of the old Twilight Zone, and that it it it's um more that a psychological thriller. Good. And it does not include. You know anything that I can notice that's um, blatant, um, just political propaganda, yeah. for lack of a better term. Well, I'm I'm glad I, I'm glad and I know that. I mean, I can understand that some of the the over influences because um, what's his name's involved a lot in it. Um, the guy from Kane Peel. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I kind or of get Peel. Peel. Yeah, and, and well, no. it's 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 not Keegan Michael. It's the other one. The, yeah. the light skin guy or the darker guy? The, the darker the guy. The okay. shorter, darker yeah. one. So, but but I, that's good. That's good because I think that, you know that that showed. I think the premise of that type of show always has legs, no matter what time frame. Mm-hmm. So anytime you, but it's just you know, good. I'm, I'm glad. I'm saying if it's executing the way that you're saying it now, I definitely yeah. watch it. Now all the, all the episodes are out too, right? Because it is. Yeah, like, they they dropped them all at once. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Previously they did it week by week. 
I think that they're all dropping. Um, they were all dropped at once now. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, it's uh, it's it's um, a majority of them are out if they're not all out. What what's it on? It's on CVS All Access. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's all I can think of for other news. I know you got some other notes, Matt. Yeah, I got a couple of little things to throw in there. Um, so. We'll start. We'll just go with this one too, which I think is really, really cool. Um, Netflix has uh, relaunched Unsolved Mysteries. Oh yeah. And if you don't, I mean, back in the day, Unsolved Mysteries it ran forever too. Mm. And you know, I forgot. Like you know, like the original Unsolved Mysteries, it was always like you know, call this number, blah blah blah, and then you yeah. watch two seasons, like in two episodes later, from episode whatever, we've now captured so and so. Yeah. And I forgot, this is like real shit, you know? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's like, I watched the first one and it's about the um, the one fella that is in um, in uh, Maryland and goes through the roof and all that type of stuff. And, and Yeah, and, yeah, that was really And it's like, and then I'm like thinking, like I'm thinking I'm watching like a regular A&E show or something like that where they're wow. going to say, oh, this is what happened. And then I forgot, like, shit. It's, this we is all unsolved. <laughs> Duh, you dumbass. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and then, then I started getting irritated. It's like, oh man, this is like legit stuff again. I forgot. Yeah. So, and you know, so, but it's still the the story and the way they tell the show, they're engaging. And it's, I, I don't know, the show I think is really cool. And, you know, is, is like that case that they did in the episode one is, I believe, 20 years old. You know, it was yeah, it was like 2006 or something like that. Is was it 2006? Yeah. Okay, so it's not really 20 years old, but it's know. it's older. Yeah. yeah, 14 years old. Yeah, but it's just really interesting because you know they still the coroner listed it as undetermined to leave it open, and that's why they're able to do this today. And, and the poor woman is still you know fighting uh, where everyone yeah. else wants to just close the case and be done and. Hasn't got any closure. And it just really, like, these things are so bizarre. I mean, the way that these things go down. But I think it's a cool show. I think that it will be one that, if they keep doing it, and I thought the production quality was great, and everything else they did with it, obviously followed the same format. And I I do think this is going to last. So here's my gripe with it. Yeah. It doesn't have the guy. The guy that did the original. Is he still alive? I don't know. But, I mean, they didn't have, like, a guy on there. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Like, I haven't yeah. seen it yet. Yeah, so you so know, like, was, do you remember the old, the old guy, one? The guy? They had yeah, the, the white haired guy, and he's like, he, and he like gives like a brief synopsis of something that happens before. I remember the show vaguely, but I, I top of my head, I probably couldn't, I probably couldn't think of the guy or the voice. Well, the thing is, is like with him, um, he actually it, he started this because. His son. His son, yeah. Oh, but... It, he's yeah, the, it, his so son the is the reason... Did, he did, used to do cops sometimes, too. Yeah, he used to do cops Okay, sometimes. John something or other, yeah, right? I think so. But his like his son's the entire reason okay. there's an Amber Alert today. All right, that's right. that's right. And he, yeah, he... Because he took that and ran with it and made a lot of good shit out of that. Yeah. His tragedy. Yeah. Um, yeah, he used it for that benefit. Those, so. those things are crazy, man. And also, when you look on the flip side, like if you watch that show 48... 48 40 hours, hours or whatever. Yeah. Whatever. It's kind of crazy sometimes the shit that they can uh, Find, put together from yeah. like DNA and stuff oh, yeah. like that and everything. Like, and like first 48 and stuff right. like that. Yeah. That first 48. That's right. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. 
but yeah, there's there is there's, there's so many in any any kind of crime or anything like that. There's there's so many moving parts, so much human error that can occur too. But it's kind of amazing that we solve as many as we do, and there's there's like there's a small percentage that go unsolved, but they're kind of kind of unique and crazy enough that they can make a show about it. You know, mm-hmm. hopefully, but they do they they get they get tips from that shit. Mm-hmm. And they oh, still yeah. have the support line and stuff. Yeah. That, that's out, but... Um, Robert Stack is the dude's yeah. name. Well, I guess I was wrong with John something or other then. Um, he actually died in 2003. Oh, oh shit. If that's the same... No, that's not the same. No, I thought he That's not alive. the same dude. That can't be. It's Ro- No, it is Robert Stack. He was an old dude then, too. And this was in the Yeah, 80s. I mean, he wasn't... He, well, it was still on in the 90s. I remember watching it when I was a kid, like new episodes. Yeah. It, so. it ran from 87 to 2010. Okay, he's, he's not the guy I'm thinking of then. Robert Stack, yeah, that's the guy. But he's... Yeah. There's, there's got to be another guy I'm thinking of that... Was there a similar show with a different host? Yeah, I mean there've been, been several multiple ones like it, but this is this is the this is the granddaddy. You know. This dude right here, that's him. Yeah, it's the yeah, one to start it all. That's, that's not who I was thinking of though. Yeah. Yeah, cuz he was like when you look now you can see he's an older dude then too. Right. Well, regardless, anyways, it it is a, it's a great show, so. Yeah, it's it's still really good. They they have like one um show that's in a foreign language and I uh, or one episode that's in a foreign language the entire show. I didn't watch that one, but what? yeah, like it's, it's, uh, it's doing it in like Poland or something like that. And it's all in Polish. So like, I mean, obviously there's subtitles and stuff, but yeah, uh, I mean, I guess I just, they got Netflix in Poland. I don't know. But no. I mean, <laughs> okay. Um, I shouldn't poo poo that. I mean, it could maybe bring closure to some poor family. So yeah. Um, all right. So anyways, that's cool. I think that's really cool. I think that this is something that's pretty neat, too. There's a trailer that came out for It's called Die Heart, <laughs> and it has Kevin Hart in it, and um, also John Travolta. And But before we get into that, I wanted to talk about the platform that it's on, though. Yeah, Quibi. Quibi. So Quibi, this is something like like um, Grayson is looking to invest, right? So he has yeah. money. I, I set him up an account or whatever, and I, and I saw this. I said, hey, dude. You might want to think, because I'm like thinking, this is something that could really yeah. be big. Yeah, a bunch of celebrities are buying into it now. But they are, but it's actually doing crappy, though. It's not doing well. Yeah, well, so... But I think that... Then I look at this, and I'm like thinking, this is the type of stuff that's going to... Like anything, if they can bring in this, John Travolta and Kevin Hart, yeah. and they're bringing this... All it takes is one thing. I mean, look at HBO Max. Yeah, but, but the original... I think the original Quibi platform was going to be... Kind of like the way that like people take in a lot of the entertainment now is it's they'll all just like go 15 through minute fifteen chunks. minute. They go through scan and watch video after video, like little yeah. clips and videos or whatever. And they were doing these little short little vignette type things. Now they're obviously like realizing now that that's not the only way that they can do something. I guess hopefully. And now they're looking at this is supposed to be yeah, this is supposed to be all feature feature length, right? Exactly. This, yeah. And so, anyways, but regardless, whatever happens with them. At least we're going to get this out of it. I think it looks hysterical, dude. It oh, yeah. And it looks, looks hilarious. so funny. It's like... I mean, so, I mean it's just to sub the synopsis, synopsis for you. Kevin Hart wants is tired of being the sidekick um, in all of his movies. And so he wants to become an action star. 
and so he comes he comes into this uh this talk show and he uh the the talk show host are talking saying hey you're in this new movie with dwayne the rock johnson (laughs) and then they're like what's it like to work with dwayne the rock johnson he's like you know i think i'm gonna be in an action movie next and then they start laughing hysterically he's like what it's i'm being serious they're like they're just yeah think it's a bit and he's like, no, I, I really, like, I can do it. Why can't I do it? Yeah. And like, so he does his thing. And then he decides to go to a action star training course um, hosted camp, yeah. by, yeah, camp hosted by a character played by John Travolta, mm-hmm. who's, uh, who's you know, drill sergeant type hard ass yeah. on him. And uh, and is uh, running a, a less than uh, than probably reputable type of facility exactly yes. so it's yeah more, it looks, it looks it's definitely like, a low rent <laughs> situation yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it just looks funny watch the trailer i think the trailer it is pretty funny and i mean i like kevin art movies I, I think he's pretty i think he's pretty funny so it looks good i like it so um i'll wait on that one let's talk about this one so real quick too netflix on july 30th they dropped the uh, war for cybertron trilogy it's coming out and this is under the netflix anime studios umbrella which mm-hmm. um i'm not really sure what other anime they really put well they out. did they did castlevania that's really oh, that's good true. that's right um yeah, 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 they're, yeah. they're 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 bringing back at some point um the last airbender which i've gotten into i was originally yeah. trying to get daniel into it but it's not like because it's around his age, like it's something suitable for him. Yeah, and he's not really into it. But I've gotten into it. It's it's um, where um, it was the first uh, thing that uh, Dave Filoni did. Was, yeah, was oh, you're that. right. Yeah, so, yeah, you're correct. So that's why I wanted to get into it. But um, it's got Dave Filoni like written all over it. Mm-hmm. You can definitely like sense his style, like his humor and his style in it. That's where they um, very that's, much. That's where Lucas. Plucked, plucked him from. from. Yeah. That's right. You're correct. So um, that had piqued my interest there, but I don't think that they've actually done anything with the property other than they're developing a future season or a, um, a, fu- a continuation of of what Nickelodeon did with it. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I mean, they've, they've got a couple of things. I mean, there's more than that on there. Those are just the two big ones that I'm aware of on it. So, um, I'm not a huge Transformers fan by any stretch of the imagination, but looking at the trailer, at least, I kind of I like the animation. I think the animation was kind of smooth. I think mm-hmm. it looked good. Yeah, I wouldn't put it like as anime. Yeah, it's animation. Americanized but, anime, maybe. Yeah, something like that. But, um, but the story looks good. Mm-hmm. You know, well, uh, that'll be one of those things I'll watch if I need, I need to watch something. I'm on board. I like I like the I've always liked the premise of Trans- like, Transformers and stuff. Um, I was excited when they brought back when when they started making the full length movies of them. Um, one and two. Right. Three was Yeah, two. they started kind of getting into the weeds on, on the, yeah. Weeds. The most recent one, Bumblebee, was really good. Yeah, I did, yeah, I did see Bumblebee, but I took, you know, I took my, uh, my dad nap, as I normally do, <laughs> yeah. whenever we watch movies as a family. I just can't help it, dude. I yeah. don't know. I, I no, probably I sleep so. through about 
half the movie most of the time. But the part that I did see at Bumblebee, I did like a lot. But uh, I know when Mason, my when my son was younger, we used to watch a lot of the cartoon like um, stuff on Netflix, cartoonish stuff, and we were we were really into Batman. And then we, but we also got in this like a version of the Transformers that was already on there. But it just to me it seemed kind of cheesy. Yeah. Uh-huh. But he loved it when he was like yeah. three or four. But that's the old. You know. school. That was probably the old school. No, it I was, think that was it the newer wasn't, one. Yeah, yeah, it was. Did, it was newer, new but not as popular. Like it oh, probably so it ran on the air for a one, no, the eighties and nineties ones. No, it, it probably was, ran on the air for a season or two, and then Netflix picked it up. Yeah, some, I some got shit. You know, I got it. Okay, but. It was it was it was corny to me, but he it, but he he dug it, you know, because he really liked the the other, uh, like the full length movies with mm-hmm. with with our boy Shia, you know, our boy yeah. Shy, yeah, Shy, your boy, yeah. Okay, so we need to make um, a decision if we want to bring his career back or not, like we did with Keanu. Keanu, we can yeah, make I'm that call up. now if we want yeah. to. Not we yeah, can. Keanu, um, uh, Nathan Fillion, and Nathan we'll, we'll yeah, bring exactly, yes. bring Shia into the mix there. Yeah. I mean, okay, well, you know, we'll take that offline, discuss it. I say bring him up. You're saying yes? Yeah, I vote for him. I vote for him. One of my favorite actors. (laughs) Okay, then we'll do that then. Okay, so now. Some other cool, interesting uh, Transformers news. This is older. It's probably a month or two since this came out, but they're supposed to be working on a a Beast Wars movie. Back when I was a kid, like, they had... um, they they had Beast Wars. Yeah, so, I know, I know what it is. Yeah, um, I mean that's what I grew up on was was Transformers Beast Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I I used to love that version of Transformers with the uh, the CGI and stuff like that. Yeah. So I mean I've got some nostalgia for it. I know a lot of millennials like mine and Jimmy's age probably have. Dude, I never got into Transformers when I was a kid. Uh, well, I was a uh, Ninja Turtles Power Ranger dude. Yeah, that that was me. Yeah. Power Rangers should be making a comeback too, pretty soon. Yeah, I mean, you saw the last movie, did you not? Yeah, but I mean, they the brides got bought back um, to. What did you think of the movie though? It was I didn't wasn't crazy about it. Like it was it was okay. It, was it wasn't horrible. horrible. I didn't think it was horrible. I like it was decent. Yeah, if if you were to watch, put nostalgia aside, because uh-huh. I'm not. If if I can try to put nostalgia aside, <laughs> and if I were to put the original. Uh, Mighty Morphin's Power Rangers mm-hmm. movie, the one with the Doctor Ooze, mm. and this one side by side, the the better movie is this new one that just came out. Yeah, but nostalgia speaks better to the other one, okay. and they've got to have they've got to come together and figure out a way to mix the right. mix nostalgia with yeah. this. They have to do a better job with the uniforms or something to make them look more original. Yeah, um, and and to to not veer as far away from the storyline as they did with this one. I gotcha. I, no, I can appreciate that. That's good. That's good. But overall, I mean, again, I'm kind of with you. I'm like more like a six. Yeah, seven. Yeah, so yeah. maybe in national. And the first one, like going back and watching it, it's horrible. <laughs> like, like <laughs> it's like going back I, and yeah. watching the turtles movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, like well, the original out. ones. Yeah, the live action. Those are still really Dude, good. I liked them. I with did Vanilla like them, Ice. I yeah. did like them. But those were my favorite. I, I, I'm not saying that I said I liked them. I did, but Dude, I mean, now you when you go back and watch them, I'm not in the same mindset that I was when I watched them when they first came out. And again, it's like you know, I don't know. I, I might be a little biased because of some nostalgia, yeah. but I, th- I think the original Turtles movies were better than the the newer ones. ones. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. Oh yeah. 
I don't know. Uh, that was my opinion though, because I don't, they were. I think they were funnier. Yeah, they were I, definitely. I funnier. found them funnier, a lot, yeah. a lot funnier. Definitely funnier, that's for sure. So, uh, anyways, that's like I said, that's already out. So, um, as far as uh, the the war for uh, Cybertron goes, um, another show that just dropped too that was ranked. It was up in the like most top ten. On Netflix too, that I started to watch. I started to watch it was Warrior Nun, and uh, of course, was it Warrior Nun or Warrior Run? None. Warrior Nun. Is it Nun? I can. None, I, I none. thought it said Run. No, I've it's been Nun. I've been thinking it's Warrior Run this entire time. Casserole or asshole? Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know. What, movie. I don't know what you're watching. Different movie. I don't get that channel. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's on Netflix wait, too. Wait. Everybody gets that channel. Listen, <laughs> listen, Jimmy and I walked in on our wives not too terribly long ago watching some t- porno on Netflix. Oh, nice. I think you got to put more context in there because if you say it just like that, the listeners might have different pictures in their head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, there was a group of people and they were talking about the, like, um, okay, well, I'll say, so my wife and I recently watched a Polish version of, like, uh, Fifty Shades. Shades of Grey, and it was called 365, and Netflix released it. Or I guess it was a little... Oh, that really... That, that got huge, dude. That's yep. about sex trafficking and stuff like that? Not, no, it wasn't about sex trafficking. Oh. Trafficking. This one was... He's a he's an Italian mafia guy, and he kidnaps this girl for a year, and he said, I'm going to kidnap you and make you fall in love with me. Right? And then he... It's, it's all like... So basically, it's... As far as like... Um, Sec- it, was, it was based it was like 50 shades of gray but a lot more graphic sex scenes mm. um and it basically shows all pretty much everything except for some fucking some mm-hmm. johnson you know like it was just like some little clips of like a shaft here and there well, this, uh, that was about this, it this movie yeah. that we walked in on our wives watching that was something did, else it's on it did not shy away from the i johnson. think that one might be it's called love trafficking yeah yeah I, I don't know what it's about, but they crazy kids they watched like the first. We caught them watching like the first minute of it, mm. and they were okay. They say it was the first minute at least. No, it was I'm the not second gonna watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That worked out for me. So hey, hey, there you go. Now wait, did you have to like get the whole Tony Soprano thing going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, by the way, dude, I, I, I have, watched. I have fun. The other day, I was on Facebook, and they had top 10 Tony Soprano beatdowns, dude. <laughs> Honest to God, dude. It was just outstanding. Outstanding. It, you guys have seen The Sopranos, yeah? Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes. It made me actually think, I have got to rewatch this. I have I have to rewatch it. I have to. Because I remembered them once they were in there, like doing the scene and stuff. Like, oh my God, I totally forgot about that. I totally forgot about that. And it's like, it, they were just, they were classic. And one of the best, what, the one that I really liked is when he's chasing down the one dude and, uh, cause he owes him money and the guy's trying to run away from him and he's like getting an ice cream cone and he's in his car and he's like, <laughs> Tony starts to chase him. He throws his ice cream cone out the window and then Tony's like swinging around and he's chasing him in this big SUV and he ends up taking the guy and, uh, like, Catches him, so he's on the outside of him, and he makes him drive directly in the back of a uh, garbage truck. Mm-hmm. It's just fantastic. It, it, and then he comes up and just starts, like, oh, it's just... And that his role was so good in that. 
just so good. I don't. I mean, I can't. I, there's so many different scenes that were really fantastic in that. But dude, I, I'm gonna go off on a quick tangent. Mm-hmm. All right, quick, right? And Sopranos made me think of Steve Buscemi. Sopranos, yeah. Sopranos, and and any mafia movie makes me think of people that will fuck you up. That if they weren't in the mafia and you looked at them, you wouldn't think they'd fuck you up. Yeah, right. And that's where Steve Buscemi comes to mind there. And he he played a little bit in um, in the Sopranos. Yeah. And then did. I don't know. Did you guys watch Boardwalk oh, Empire? Outstanding. Yeah. The, Dude, oh, that oh. guy. That guy's underrated. It's where, Talk, it's where it, Charlie Cox got his um yeah. his start too. That's right. Boardwalk. That's, that's that's the blonde haired dude. That's he's not blonde. No. He's, the, he's brown. But he was the younger cat. He's the guy that played Daredevil in the Netflix. Okay, series. never mind. That's not who I'm thinking of then. But that actually brings me to another movie that I want to ask you guys about. I haven't seen yet. Um. But yeah, Steve Buscemi in Boardwalk Empire oh, and in The Sopranos, mm-hmm. like he's like, dude, that guy was always playing in fucking Adam Sandler movies, and he was always yeah. playing funny. Oh ass roles. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was always playing funny ass roles. Crazy, crazy he was, eyes. And, yeah. He was crazy eyes, and then he was the guy in Grown Ups with the freaking, you know, with the with the field goal yeah, hands yeah, for yeah. a while. Um, but he, I believe, he did Boardwalk before that, before Grown Ups. But uh, Steve Buscemi in Boardwalk really surprised me, and I. That's awesome. Oh, I mean, it's it's a great piece of work. I mean, yeah. and then I think contextually the way they did it because they brought in Al Capone. Oh yeah, and everything else, and yep. just that whole period of time and the development of Atlantic City. Have you ever been to Atlantic City? Yes. Have you been to Atlantic City? No. Gosh. So that whole boardwalk thing, like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's that that is Atlantic City. I mean, that boardwalk is ginormous. Did they rebuild it? I mean, that's the other thing too. So again, as I was gonna say, it was yeah. destroyed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know if they ever rebuilt it or not, but I mean, like. My wife, when she was little, that's where they used to go to vacation to be good. They would go to Atlantic City, and it was always you know about the boardwalk and the mm-hmm. pizza on the boardwalk. I'd been there several yeah. times because we used to go to Philly a lot. Yeah, but yeah, we used to go to Philly a lot. We hit up we hit up the boardwalk in Jersey because uh, my mom had a few friends that that still lived in Jersey. But that was that was also what I was really interested in was learning about how. Atlantic City came to be in the boardwalk and all that shit. So. Yeah, well, it's kind of almost but, like how Vegas came to be, too. Yeah. But the whole point with all the political stuff, too, with all the suffrage, the yeah. women, the votes, and all that. It's, I don't know. I think it's a great series, and I and I, I definitely would, would record I didn't really want to watch it, but Shauna did. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, we have to watch this. And I'm like, eh. I was like, yeah, okay. And then once I went, I'm like, oh, shit, there's monsters in this. I'm all in now. Yeah. So, But he did an outstanding job. That's a great job. So what's the other what's the other movie you're talking so, about? So all right, so speaking of that, right? There's a there's another movie. It's a, it's a Netflix original, I believe. Um, it's called The Last Days of American Crime. I have not seen it yet. Oh, I heard of this. I didn't um, see it. I haven't seen it. But the premise is two men and a woman plan the heist of a century before a government broadcast signal wipes crime out forever. So I guess so. This other guy, Michael Pitt. Who was in Boardwalk Empire? Uh-huh. He was the he was the guy that ended up going against Nucky Thompson uh-huh. in Boardwalk Empire, right? This this guy right here. Yeah, I know he is. Yeah, um, he plays in it. Yeah. Um, so I guess it's like a the government comes up with this sound wave that stops all crime or stops you doing from crime or whatever. And then the the dude who plays um, the Michael Pitt's character, I'm sorry. The guy's name is Michael Pitt. The actor's name is Kevin Cash. Um, I hope I'm getting that right. I'm, I might have it wrong. Whatever. But uh, anyways, he he wants to use that signal to commit crimes. 
and uh, the previews, and I watched the trailer, and it looked really fucking cool. And I didn't know if you guys had seen it yet or not. No, I heard of it. I've not seen it. I do want to watch it though. But that is that is definitely on my list. I didn't know if you guys knew if it was worth my time or not. No, nope, don't know. I mean, I I would watch it. But Warrior Nun. So Warrior Nun. Again, it's one of those things. It's like I wasn't sure about it, so I said I watched. Just like I remember, I told you about that other one I watched. Um, about two episodes about it. It's about the witches of Salem. The Salem yeah, yeah, yeah. The premise was fantastic, right? I thought the premise was great. Just like I think Warrior None, the premise is fantastic. Yeah, it just doesn't fall through. As soon as it starts, like, and you get through the meat of like the basic premise, and then you start getting into the characters, it turns into like this rated R CW show, <laughs> and it's like I don't. That's I don't. It's like why? Why take something that could be so cool? You know, and like with this whole warrior nun thing, there's like a like a band of them, right? And they actually have in their backs of their body, they have an actual halo, and that yep. is placed in there by the Catholic Church. It was okay? the, the angel Adriel, I believe. Yeah, his halo, it, and it's in there. And there's obviously a group of individuals that are evil that are trying to get this particular halo and stuff too. So that you have this this age-old battle right you know which is really cool and again they can take it and say that this has been going on for centuries and play that whole line out and again i can do the whole let's do the, all the badass chick fighting stuff and all that and again it's always this is a band of all women too not dudes yeah. which i'm that doesn't bother me at no, all. No, no. but then it turns literally into like a teenage teen drama drama fest, yeah. thing and it's like no no don't do that yeah and they did it so i'm out I'm yeah. done. I got. I didn't get past episode two or three. I don't no, I, I just golly uh, enough. It was a show my wife and I were trying to. We were trying to find a new show we could mm-hmm. watch together since we ran out of seasons of Lucifer. But uh, it was same deal. Like we're like this is pretty cool, and we wish it would have kept along the the lines. I wish it would have followed more of the warrior nuns than it did the chick they brought back to life and then made it like a teen. Exactly. Drama yeah, and then yeah. So it's just no. <laughs> Thumbs down. So, skip Warrior Nun. Um, the other thing I was going to throw out there, too, and I did talk about this a little bit a long time ago, and I just started picking up and started watching more episodes of it, was Mythic Quest, the Apple series about yeah. the game developing. Hmm. Dude, I just watched this ep- The last episode that I just watched, is, I think it's like episode six or seven, I just picked it back up again. And that particular episode, they take a turn, and it basically goes back and tells kind of like a vignette story without the main characters because the other characters like it almost has like kind of an office feel community <laughs> feel or something like that this one was different I mean, it was really unique and it was and it was actually very engaging and it kind of gave the the whole story a little bit more credibility in a sense i mean and then without getting too much into detail it's like the same building that Mythic Quest is being developed and built in is the same building like 20 years ago, this other couple developed and built a video game there that became super popular. Is that Oddworld? Huh? Oddworld? Oddworld? Yeah. No. Abe's Odyssey? Because that that's the only other couple I can think of that did like video gaming together. No, I mean, it could have been based on those. It could have been gotcha. based on that one. Cause, and it probably may have been because it is like kind of a darker 
Like theirs was basically, it's like a game that doesn't have a boss ending where you kill and win the game. Gotcha. You survive the game by using a flashlight and then using the, you don't kill anything. And that was the whole premise. And this and his wife is like all about just dark and creepy and old, like just like creepy stuff. Hmm. And uh, it was just really interesting. But the, the thing is, is that they eventually divorced and the whole show and the whole game went on and became super campy and they got guns and they started killing all those zombies and all that type of stuff characters and they just like got in line with mainstream well mythic quest is now in the same building and kind of going down that same line right and what the thing is is that these two people when they originally pitched their game they went to this place called it was montreal pitched their game and the guy bought off on it and said, yeah, here's 300000 Go make your game. Do whatever. Okay? And then they show at the end, of, after this series, and you go through this story, these two people that have no relationship to these other people, except for the building that they're in, which is which is a haunted building in a sense, because it used to be a textile mill where like all these people lost their lives back like 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. And, and it was really cheap rent. That's why they got it. But now... At the end of all that storyline, they show the guy that's on Mythic Quest pitching it to the same guy that that the, the couple pitched it to and got greenlit. And then he gets greenlit by the same guy in the same building. Wow. So it's kind of like wondering, well, what's going to happen? You know, yeah, mean, yeah. It, it adds a, a different texture to it, which I think is cool. So I'm going to continue. I'll, I will wax that out for sure. So, But anyways. That's uh, that's about all I got as far as shows. I'm not watching much of anything else. I'm watching um, um, Penny Dreadful. The, yeah, the the City of Angels got canceled, didn't it? Well, it probably should have. Yeah. Um, I'm continuing that Kashana wants to watch it, but it's again, it's one of those things, dude. It's pushing that subliminal political. Did yeah. you guys bring that up it. on our, on another podcast? No, before it came out. No, that's been well, out Penny for... Well, Penny Dreadful probably got canceled, but City of Angels is was... under the Penny umbrella, but gotcha. it's not the same thing. Oh, okay. I, I thought we had watched it's the trailer It's the lady from Game of Thrones. Which the, one? The blonde-haired lady with the blue eyes that was the queen, or the... Not the queen, but one of the... The mother queen? Queen no, mother? No, she was a younger one. She was the... Um, oh, the, the girl that was married to yeah. the, um, the new... Yeah. Married to a couple different king, uh, kings. Yes, the one that kept hopping around. Yeah. Her. So she's a good actress, but yeah. she plays multiple characters in this thing, and basically, it's it's it opens up really strong by finding these bodies down in the ravine in the '30s LA, when like LA is becoming like a big thing, you know, like just starting to really take off, mm. and these bodies, there's four different bodies, and they're all have been like. Um, the uh, like sugar skull look, the yeah. eyes have been cut out and the, and the mouths have been cut open wider and they're painted white. And it's really creepy, dude. Hmm. So I thought we we're getting some type of like you know murder mystery, thing. yeah, and then psychological it turns thriller. Into this little, it just I don't know. There's different little. There's a there's a German doctor who is like still he's a Nazi. There's Nazis involved still, and like he's part of that, but he's not. He's just like thinking that the Nazi ideals are still good ideals type of thing, you know what I mean? And it's like, at that time, it was okay. He was still walking around. This was before the war, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Preaching Nazism, 
you know. And yeah, I mean, but so I mean, the 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 stuff that Nazis were were founded on, like as far as like like what Hitler preached, that was oh, eugenics, and eugenics was was very prevalent within America even before it made over to Germany. So I mean, it's it's not unbelievable that you would have people speaking like the same slander that that um, that. Yeah, Hitler was was. Well, he screwed. wasn't so much. He wasn't really talking totally like that. Gotcha. I mean, it's kind of it's a little bit higher level than that. I mean, it's more. They don't go into it that level. Gotcha. And which is good, they don't. But I, I mean, it's just. And then there's just like this person, the Game of Thrones lady. She plays the same multiple different characters. Okay, she's like she's also like a Latino lady. That is working with the Latino people causing chaos. Hmm. She's working with the Nazi guy causing chaos. And she's also working as the secretary assistant for the DA or the or the, uh, the mayor and causing chaos. And basically just creating an environment, just like creating a shitstorm, basically, in a sense, you know. And, it, and I mean, it, it's kind of interesting, but it's also, again, it's that whole underlying thing that I just I just I don't I don't like it right now what's going on with stuff but I'll probably finish it out but not one of my favorites I really want to watch the the um on Apple TV they have Captain America has done one um Chris Evans yes but I just like to call him Cap alright okay, I'm not following <laughs> you for it I got you I'm following man yeah, yeah. But no, it's, it looks like it's like this political, it's not a political drama, it's more of a uh, court type drama type of thing where he's, his kid's been accused of murder and he's also the DA. Huh. It's, it's an interesting, I mean, so far I heard it's really good, but every time I try to watch it for some reason on my fire stick, it just like lags out on me so I can't get through it. I got to watch it downstairs, but it looks really good. So That reminds me, I want to watch that movie Knives Out. With him in it. Oh, that was really good. That's good. I heard it was good. Was I haven't good. watched it yet. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's on Watch my it. list. I'm going to mm-hmm. hit that up. I think that's on Amazon Prime. It's on now. Prime, yeah, for, mm-hmm. yeah. If you got Prime. Um, I watched it on an airplane ride. That's good. good. I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I, I'm, I, like seeing, I like seeing him in other stuff, too. because he's. I, mean, I just had a really good cast on it. Between Daniel Craig, Helm. Oh, yeah. oh, oh yeah. Um, but what's her name from uh, from Halloween? Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of good actors in that. Cool, I definitely have to hit that up then. Um, have you guys seen? Well, you, you know me, like I'm, I'm history buff. I'm like history guy, war movies, gangster movies. So like on my list is The Gentleman. Yes. Watch it. Oh yeah. Okay. Did you like it? Did you see it yet? It's got that's remember. got a good cast. Got it's it. very possible, but I honestly don't. Remember. It's it's this dude, this American Matthew he's, McConaughey. Yeah, McConaughey. Well, he's running the he's running the pot ring and it in has London. Colin Farrell in it. Yep. No, I haven't seen that one. Oh, you got that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, he's running the he's running the pot ring in London. And he's getting ready to retire, so there's a lot of all these other gangsters trying yeah. to take his place and stuff like that. It, it looked it looked really good. Yeah, I mean, I'd give it like an eight. I it's mean, a, it's, it's a Guy Ritchie movie. It's a Guy Ritchie yeah. movie. I mean, you get what you get, and I think I think Colin, Colin Farrell does a great job in that. I think it's probably one of his better ones. Um, I know I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was decent. All right, I have to put that on there then. Yeah, definitely watch it. And then I know. Uh, all right, did you guys check out 1917? 
No, not yeah, that's on my list of stuff that I really want to watch. I've heard no, really, really that good things. was a really good. You movie. see Midway? I've heard it's better than I Midway's on my list too. Okay. I've heard Midway is terrible. It's absolutely, I think, the biggest piece of crap that's been put out there. I, you watch? No, I'm not telling you don't watch it. Well, you I, watch. I, well, I, I can, I can, I believe you 100. percent Well, not that I didn't believe you. <laughs> but I'm saying because I sat down and I was like, well, I'm gonna rent one of these two movies, right? Either Midway or 1917. And just look at them both. Midway looked a little... You know, a movie was, was extremely fucking disappointing to me. Was that, that fucking shit about... Um, oh, God. It was when we were kids. Um, it was when they bombed Pearl Harbor. It, it was called Pearl Harbor. I think yeah, ben Pearl Affleck Harbor. Was yeah, yeah. yeah, Ben Affleck. You didn't and, like that? Um, no. That, was, that turned into like a fucking... Long ass chick love flick. story and yeah. chick flick. I couldn't I fucking stand. It was it was okay. Like it wasn't dislike. horrible. I didn't dislike. I mean, I'll put it this way: Midway or Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor is getting an Academy Award. Midway is getting a Raspberry. Well, when I was looking at Midway, it kind of gave me some Pearl Harbor vibes. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's just what I no, got from when I was looking at it. You're not getting that. What you're going to get is just like really shitty CGI. Okay. And the whole point is, it's like when you do a movie like that. That that's where you don't skimp. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because that's where you don't skimp at all, and it just looks so bad. It is such a piece of shit that I swear to God, I can't believe people were still like thinking it's a good movie. It is not a good movie. The acting is subpar so, at best. If you want to see Midway, so you're saying go the back black and, and watch white Midway. Go back better. and watch the other Midway. I like that one. But yeah. That was outstanding. I loved it. Outstanding. And it just like they just this they just took a big shit on this one so they they just shit all over that movie it was horrible gotcha. horrible horrible now I can't wait for the Tom Hanks one we talked about before it's gonna be hitting Apple coming soon the gray well, gray wolf gray the ground mm-hmm. yeah yeah that looks outstanding but Tom Hanks have, have you watched the Mister Rogers movie yet I did how was that um you know what I I have to be honest. And I, and I say this with a heavy heart because I I am a, Mr. Rogers is a Pittsburgh dude and all that type yeah. of stuff. So. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm a... Um, Who would have thought so many things came out of Pittsburgh? Oh, the, oh there's tons. If you listen to our podcast, you'll learn a lot. <laughs> yeah. I'm learning. Things. I'm learning. <laughs> you know Dave Filoni? Pittsburgh guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But uh, um, but I just I, I thought it was kind of this okay so this movie was based solely on a piece that was written by a journalist about his relationship with Fred right yeah and I think that that what you you pick up on some of the great things that that Fred did and like what he did for uh, I think public television and like how he went to the uh, up on the hill and he did all this type of stuff but it just. I don't know. It didn't resonate with me. I, it just, gotcha. it just, it didn't work. The movie didn't work for me. Now it was less about Fred and more about Fred's accomplishments. It, no, it was more about the relationship between the two people. Gotcha. And it, so what I was expecting was more about A character study. Yeah, and, and more about Fred. But and don't get me wrong, my attachment is obviously probably higher than most people. No, I I absolutely love Fred Rogers. You know, and I just think that I think Fred Rogers has done more for race relations in the past century than most people have. Oh, I agree. Other than like Martin Luther King. Oh, I mean, oh yeah, other than yeah, I mean, just if everyone just read his little red book, just read that. If yeah. everyone read that and just listened to Mister Rogers, we'd all be in such a better place. 
Real, I swear yeah. to God. It's, and the thing is, like, he can boil it down to the essence. And they, there was points and flashes in that movie where, like, they showed his ability to, like, when Fred Rogers talked to you, you felt like he was, like, talking to you. And that's why his show worked so well. And, like, people with kids were so engaged. And, like, when he would, like, then meet individuals, it's like you talk to these people and it's like it was a very memorable experience. It's like when you meet people and he's so engaged in whatever you're saying, he's listening. He's a listener. You know what I mean? And Active listening. He, oh, it's all about it. And that's that's really where he was at. And, and he had the ability to really see things from a very, I think, positive perspective, no matter who he was talking to. So... I just didn't think it was great. I, I think that the portrayal and the way that 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 Hanks did him mm-hmm. was outstanding. Yeah. I mean, mannerisms and all that type of stuff. Yeah. That that's not even in question. I just don't think the movie was as strong as I wanted it to be. But that's I'm a biased biased reviewer. So yeah. Okay. But I'd still tell you to watch it because if like anybody that has an attachment is going to have a different feel. Yeah. And I think everyone has, at one point in their life, been touched by Fred Rogers. Oh, yeah. You know? I think to a certain age, yeah. To a certain age. But if you're a Pittsburgh person, though, it's like, you, there's like the Pittsburgh Children's Museum. You go there, there's an entire wing just to Fred Rogers. And they recreated the entire, like, little Sorry. train scene yeah. and the whole setup. And you go in and you play with all the puppets and you can do all mm-hmm. this stuff. And it's like, it definitely, because that's where it all started. I mean, that was shot in Pittsburgh at KD or I think it was KDKA and um, so it's like they have all the original pieces and stuff like you know the owl and the tree and the, you know the the king and the definitely also. watched my fair share of Mr. Rogers as a kid yeah yeah so, cool. I don't know so that was my take on Rogers can can I throw in my uh, throw in my, my every time I'm on here um we need a Gambit movie. Oh, <laughs> hold on. Hold oh. on. Did you know there's Gambit news? Yeah, there's, there's, there's a yes, Gambit, there is. Gambit show. So somebody's listening. Yes. That's okay. What, so it all started with you. Fuck yeah. Okay. Can yeah. you take care of this one? Yeah, yeah. Hook me up. <laughs> no. Hook me up, bro. Yeah. So there, there's, there's been news that they're yeah. working on early production for a Gambit show on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. Because they fucking rocked Mandalorian, so, yeah. you know. Oh, there's there's about to be tons of stuff that drops on Disney Plus. Any yeah. any hint of who's playing Gambit? No, no. Okay, not. so just some talk. Yeah, uh, well, it's it's very early production. Okay, so we're talking about like two or three years from now. It'll be out. Sorry, I like it. We start we started it here. That's cool. You guys have started other careers, right? You, uh, you brought back some. We careers. we brought back people. Now we're bringing. Now we'll we're start. creating shows. So, yeah. Yeah. well, I, I vote uh, Timothy Timothy Oliphant as Gambit. I vote yes. Him, so. I completely agree. Yeah. I could get on board with that. Right yeah, there. Uh, that would be my number one pick. Would be yep. Timothy Oliphant. Yep, like it, like it. So also, also, I want to add to it. Uh, my son's been reading Magnus Chase. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they need a Magnus movie too. Yeah, just don't That's... put it in the hands of Artemis Fowl people. And you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, any other news, new news, Matt? Uh, the only other thing I was going to put out there was the little buzz about J.J. Abram producing a live-action Constantine. Constantine? Okay, he's so... Al- he's already working now. We'll just not forget, though, before we get to Constantine, we already have, he's already working on the Justice League Dark and the Zantana movie. Yes. So this is all 
Okay. Yummy. So go ahead. What do you got on Constantine? So I got I got some uh, discerning news on this. Mm. So there's a there's popular there's a very reputable um, uh, Hollywood trade reporter that came out and started busting because after the DC fandom fandome yeah uh, release um, the there was a there were a bunch of different DC leaks that came out and the dude was who's who's in regular talks with DC. Kent went on Twitter and lit fire to a large majority of these. Uh-huh. It was like just very specifically like this is what's going on with this. Or, you know, just point, point blank, this isn't happening. This isn't happening. For the Constantine movie, he says that there is no currently no Constantine movie in development. So that doesn't mean that they were not getting Constantine movie. It means that they haven't moved it to development yet. Mm-hmm. But... It's not. It's not within development yet. And but he, specifically, he he charted because um, the rumor was that um, that Keanu Reeves has was coming back as Constantine. That, he said, "Well, they Keanu Re- doubt we, Yeah, go ahead. He, he said that there, and in his response to that, he said that there's currently no Constantine movie in development for HBO Max. I can't see if if, if this comes if this comes through. Okay. Yeah. I there's uh, I will dollars to donuts right now. I'm saying that if this comes around, it will be um, Keanu. I yeah, there will be some be. other people that I wouldn't mind being I John Constantine. We've talked about this before. I'll take the guy from the TV show in a heartbeat. Yeah, I would take the guy from the TV show. I would also take. Um, I just has name. Dude, is the TV show good? The TV show is yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So TV show is amazing. All right. Um, it's only like three seasons long, and it's been canceled. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely good on binging that one. Um, God, what can I? David Tennant. David Tennant, I would take. Oh yeah, Tennant. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm good with that or, one too. Or Matt, um, the the other guy that played Doctor Who right after David Tennant, Matt. Um, what's yeah, his face? I know you're talking about no. Um, he was, um, he's, I mean, he's played in other stuff. He's playing in, in Marvel movies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, him, I wouldn't mind. We don't know names. Yeah, we don't know names. So, but yeah, I would, uh, you know, any, I, I wouldn't, I would rather a British guy just because the character. I don't know the character necessarily has to be British, but I think it, it gives them a certain, you know, finesse toi yeah. to him. Yeah. No, I, I think I think that it definitely, or someone that can play British. Yeah, you know, but so I mean, I I, mean, I would love to see uh, to to see uh, Keanu Reeves play him as well. But yeah, um, you know, there's so much stuff that Keanu Reeves does very well already yeah. that I, I don't have to see him in this one. That's all I'm saying. Well, I just like the idea of him taking on another iconic role in like making it into something bigger because. I think at this point, if he does, the, if this happens, this could turn into where it gets bigger and bigger. And oh, bigger. I, he would do it. He would do it in a heartbeat. But I think if we're talking like right now, that like there's so much around this dark side so, of DC. Yeah. You know, oh, they're definitely expanding upon it. Because I mean, there we we talked last time about um, about um, about the new Batman about. Uh-huh. Um, Michael Keaton returning as Batman. Well, there he's going to be a kind of a Nick Fury, and in that there have been talks about him having 
some sort of cameo in the Batgirl movie and yeah. a Batman Beyond movie spinning yeah. off of that. Yeah. Um, the, the same writer that I was talking about, the same trade journalist yeah. that I was talking about, um, specifically was talking about the, 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 the rumors that the Batgirl movie was now being replaced by Batman Beyond and Batman Beyond was going to be that movie that was in place. He said that that's not happening, that there may be cameos there, but, um, but he said specifically that there were going to be cameos for the Batman Beyond character. So okay. that, or there might be cameos. So that leads the reader to believe that he knows, or he's gotten confirmation that Batman Beyond movie is within the works. In the way, yeah. And then you take, you know, maybe some sort of Nightwing movie, something like that could be spun off. We could get an entire onslaught of Batman, um, the entire Bat family. Family, yeah. Bat uh, family, those, yeah. A, okay. Red, a Red Hood movie, maybe. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, it's endless at that point. Yeah. You know, you start digging down that far, there's so much. Yeah. So, so much. Yeah, that'd be cool. So. That'd be cool. I'm just happy. I'm, I'm happy to see that uh, Justice... I love Justice League Dark. That's one of my... I actually like it better than Justice League, to be honest with you. I, I think it's such a cool... I, I just like... I, I don't know. I love Constantine. I love the whole Justice League Dark. I love Zantana. I think all those characters are cool. I just think that they're underplayed and like they always get pulled in for certain things like, you know, like any other, and again, they're mostly, I mean, I'll say it, they're B-listers in yeah. a sense, but they definitely are strong enough to stand on their own or else there wouldn't be a Justice League Dark, so. Well, we've talked about this a million times yeah. and, you know, if you can take a property like Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. and bring it up to the popularity that is nowadays out of what it was, you can, given the right context to a movie and given the right um, the right writer, director, production yeah. team to it, you can take a, a superhero team like yeah. the or Justice League Dark and make it very, very popular. Absolutely. So Agreed. 100%. So. Um, sticking to DC News and going into our main topic, yeah. um, there's a new TV show that has been confirmed as of today, um, earlier today. Um, the... There's a TV show that's going to be based off of Matt Reeves' The Batman um, for HBO Max. And given a lot like, um, reading a lot like um, the TV show Gotham, to uh-huh. where, to where it, it doesn't focus on Batman as much, but what's going on around Batman, or in that, that case, I guess, what was going on before Batman. Yeah. Um, in this case, it's more going to be around uh, what's going on around Batman. There's no, there's no evidence on whether... Um, whether the bat is going to be within here or if Jim Gordon's going to be within here, but it's going to be centralized around um, Gotham PD. Um, and um, it's going so to be... Like, could be like a comic, the GCPD comic? Exactly, yeah. Okay. So something like that to where the the, the G, it follows the GCPD and what they have to deal with. And I have to... I, let me say one thing. I actually thought that comic was going to be stupid. Yeah. It's really good. Really good, yeah. It's actually a really good comic. Yeah. It's a good storyline. The writers are really strong on that. It's a good book. It's definitely one to read, yeah. So, yeah. So it, they're going, like when you say they're taking it from Matt Reeves, so they're going to kind of do it in that style, you mean? or No, along with the storyline. Along, along with the, oh, with the. With the universe that he's building he, for Batman. That, okay, because they're kind of like, they're kind of like taking his Batman stuff. And kind of putting that in a little area on like a sidebar. Yeah. 
Yeah, do yeah, you, am I wrong in thinking that? I mean, it's kind of like how I'm feeling that they're trying to do. With yeah, so that. so right now he he's kind of living his own separate little thing. Yeah, but they're definitely expanding his universe, not only with the trilogy but with yeah. this. And it seems like, and they've formally said that this is where the future of the franchise, of the Batman franchise, is is rooted with this trilogy. So they're definitely. Okay. Putting all their eggs within this basket, so to speak, other than the Batman Beyond and stuff like that. Yeah. So, similar to um, the the um, Riley from from DC says, this is Batman as most audience have never seen before, and we know fans will want to spend more time in this new world inspired by the film. So they're definitely sticking to this new version that Reeves is bringing to the silver screen. Okay. Let me add, what do you think of that? Um, I'm excited for it. I, I you know, because it's not, regardless of what we think about Batfleck, right? Um, yeah. Or not, I'm sorry, not Batfleck, but Battinson. Yeah. Um, what we think about Battinson, uh, the, the, this isn't necessarily going to resol- resolve around him, but it's going to resolve around a very dark and gritty, um, crime-ridden um, Gotham at its peak of of um gotham so you know the 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 bats came in he's he's had people you know there's there's always there's two sides of the coin with the bat the bat is very good at cleaning up gotham but at the same time he brings in a lot of trouble because people come in it's it's the it's it's a it's a win-lose situation with the bat so you get to see the other side of the batman that um, isn't always seen. You're, you're, we're always focused on, you know, the, 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 where is Batman cleaning up and stuff like this, but you're not focused on the stuff that's left in the shadows that Batman is not able to take care of by himself. Oh, I see what, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I can't say I'm a hundred percent convinced that this is the direction I want to see the Batman universe go in. Yeah. And I'm not saying it because of that. I'll put that on the table. I'm not, I'm not saying that. But I think that going down that road, you also limit yourself, too. I mean, you definitely put some limitations on yourself. Yeah. And that's going to, you know, if that's what they're saying, that, you know, we're going to define the Batman's playground as this now, then you're putting some restrictors yeah. around it, which, again, having not understood completely because we haven't seen the movie what that looks like i want to reserve judgment but i just anytime that i think that you put something put something tight around it it just kind of i don't know i don't want it to well we've i don't want it to restrict the batman well we've been we've been talking about um boardwalk empire and stuff like that right and so if you watch the 90s batman um animated series right yeah it's it 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 follows a lot like Boardwalk Empire to where to where it's it's very much gangster ridden like sure. New Jersey um, type of yeah. thing, and that's that's where Reeves has taken his his um, his inspiration from is that that world that animated series world. We've seen that with the Blimps and with everything like that, yeah. right? So if that's truly what he's going after, and you have you have these these gangs all over Gotham City. It would be nice to see a a crime drama 
not not necessarily crime drama, but but a, a dark drama that's revolved around taking these gangs down. Yeah, but that's also the same own. like story as like Arkham and Arkham Asylum. It's the same yeah. type of story premise, though. Yeah, yeah. You know? And I I think that yeah, I'm a wait and see guy on this. So who's the who's the villain? It's it's a TV series. It's they haven't it just released today. That they're they're even starting to work on this that they're working on this TV series. But the TV series, like what he was saying, is not going to be around Batman. About, around Batman, it's going to be around the Batman universe. Yeah, so it's it's based upon like off the new Batman with so, Robert so Pattinson's like, universe. They'll be like handling cases and stuff like that, and the Bat will pop in and fucking help well, out. Don't it, know. It could be that it, this could be something where GCPD is dealing with something. That could have been a unintended consequence of a Batman uh, success yeah. that has now caused an uptick in this. Or it's created a vacuum know. here, and yeah. then somebody else has came and filled this vacuum. Right. And the GCPD is taking care of that. Yeah. Okay. I think that's cool. What? So who's who's supposed to be the villain for Battinson? Um, there's a couple. There's yeah. the Riddler's going to be the, a big one. Um, the penguin, um, played by Colin Farrell is yeah. going to be in it. Okay. Um, there's, there's quite a few villains that we know of that the are going to be in there. Supposed to show up now, the too. Joker at, at some the point, either within a post-credit scene on this one or, um, following this movie is supposed to be part of this. Um, so, I you think know. the visually, I, I'm wondering now too, and I started to think about this a little bit the other day. I think visually you won't see him to the end, but I do think that this could be, he could be the mastermind to whatever the situation so, is. Yeah, exactly. That the bat's in. And I think that just makes sense because that's Obviously, just normally yeah. how it goes. You know. Yeah. So you said you said Penguin played by Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. That's interesting. Yeah. And uh, Riddler played by. Uh, what's who's the guy that played the, plays the Riddler? He's. Um, I forget his name now. Yeah, he's played in other stuff. Um, I don't know, man. That seems like Penguin, Colin Farrell's got some... I just don't know how you could beat Danny... Was it Danny DeVito? Right? Yeah. I don't know how you could beat Danny DeVito for the Penguin because he was just kind of perfect for that. You know who Danny Paul, DeVito... Paul Dano. Um, yeah. He's been in... Um, he's 36 years old. Um, he has been and There Will Be Blood... He's been Little Miss Sunshine. He's been okay. Yeah, yeah. He's kind of creepy. He might work. He's Ooh, been no. Sopranos. Yeah. Okay. The Girl Next Door. That was the big one. I was thinking of was The Girl Next Door. Yeah. By the way, one of my favorite films of all time, The Girl Next Door. I think Little Miss Sunshine was was a really good one. Yeah. Outstanding production. Yes. That had Steve Carell in it too, didn't it? Um. Did it? Was he in there? No, it had, oh, it, had um, it was, uh, God, what's his name? Um, I love this guy, too. I just, for whatever reason, his name escaped. I like the old dude that was in it. Escapes me. What was the young guy's name in it? No, it was Steve Carell. Steve Carell was in this one. He oh. was the preacher from There Will Be Blood. Yeah. That was, that was not a very popular movie, but. I liked it. I could, yeah, I liked it too. I, I couldn't remember who the. He was the. Saw his he was, face. I was like, who the hell is this guy? He was the preacher's kid, right? 
No, no. he's the preacher. My preacher. Oh, uh, was he? And yeah. he, uh, and he, uh, the dude killed him in the end. Ah, uh, yeah. That's like been a, forever like since I've seen that. Spoiler! Spoiler! It's old. It's old. I don't old. think it was super popular either. It's just kind of long and boring, but if you're into it, you're into it. I was into it. I liked it. So, do you think this is a smart move on DC's part, or do you think this is a risky move on their part? It depends on the way they do it. Um, so, I mean, every step that DC takes is so so critical right now. Yeah, it depends. It depends on how many eyes that they have on it. It depends on how well they do it. So, if they're able to publicize it, if they if they bring out it with, with the with the if they bring out Zantana and they bring out the Dark Justice League before this on HBO Max, and those do really well, they're going to get viewer um, rates up, and then um, they'll have more eyes upon this, and if it's done, you know, really well, then yes. If it's, even if it's done really well, and those those first two, the, the everything leading up to it is done poorly, then the, the TV show will be done poorly. Yeah. So. Well, it could be received. Or, poorly. yeah, re- yeah it, will, it won't be... It won't be as wide. I'm, I'm just pro, uh, revenue-wise, it will do poorly. Yeah. So, um, and then uh, you know, if if the if the Batman is is good, then it, that definitely helps out. If the Batman's bad, then it's going to be doomed either way. No. Or it's going to be doomed if, at if, that point. If it's bad, do you think they're going to they're, they're going to continue the trilogy? I don't know. I, th- I, I mean, it's locked in. I mean, it's yeah. Signed up for, if so. they're signed up for it, I mean. Well, it, it depends on how poorly it does. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to be with them keeping with with AT and T um, coming into play and AT and T pushing, ha, starting to have pushed this so hard. Um, I don't think that they would let something that they think is going to fail um, go this far as far as what they they. Um, what they've allowed it yeah, to do so far. Yeah, because the investment for two and three is going to be astronomical. Yeah, not not to mention the TV series now on HBO, so it's going to yeah. be an HBO production type of TV show. So you're talking about a very expensive TV show. Yeah. So it's going to be it. It's the movie's got to be good. Yeah. They've got a lot riding on this movie now. What did you think about switching gears? Talking about um, something different now too. Anything else in the bat? I mean, I think no. Yeah, I mean that's a no. But you know something that I didn't realize too, because we watched a couple episodes of the Looney Tunes. Yeah, I didn't realize that they stripped like Yosemite Sam of his guns. Guns, yeah. So here's the thing: I I saw like a bunch of backlash about that. The question is, the character of Yosemite Sam is he any different now than he was previously, with or without the guns? I would say I would venture to say no. And I, I mean, I'm a I'm a gun guy. I like guns. Right. So I I don't like it doesn't bother me that he doesn't have the guns. It's a kid's show. Like all in all together. Like it, uh, you okay. know. I, I don't know. But what about, about but so like with Elmer Fudd, right? Yeah. Like, you're really shocking to give him give him a sickle. So oh, that's uh, better. Yeah, I mean I I don't remember anything like, about he has, they, a, they he has a sickle. like like the Reaper thing. Yeah. And I'm like thinking, okay, so okay, first off. You Yosemite Sam and like the one the iconic thing about Sam when he would get real mad and his face yeah. turns red yep. and he has his guns That's and then thing. he gets real mad and he starts shooting his guns like bing bang and he starts flying up in yep. the air and his guns are like yep. that type I mean that's the I mean okay so 
do I remember all the Yosemite? He's one of my favorite characters. That's why I'm kind of like stuck on this. He's one of my favorite characters, period. And then to, to, but again, on the, the other side being a grown adult, I can understand why. But on the other side, it's like, I watched it. And I'm perfectly fine. Yeah. No, you know I agree. I don't. So well, I don't. I don't agree with the premise. That's debatable. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't agree with the premise of having having guns inside of a cartoon show is going to commit kids to violence. No. However, I'm not as butthurt about it because they, if they would have changed the character to the point where he wasn't recognizable, yeah. then that would and kept the guns. That would have been more upset about that. Oh, versus versus keeping 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 true to the characters and then taking out the guns sure fine whatever i haven't seen it but when you tell me you took when i hear they took yosemite's fucking guns away i'm pissed yeah. I, I don't like that oh my god I, I don't know. but if i saw it maybe it would change my mind yeah but i haven't seen it yet um well, the but I'm, episode I'm, I'm the, kind of with Matt. Like that's like his signature thing is he he gets pissed off and shoots the freaking yeah. guns. Well, in the episode that I watched with him, it wasn't a, like he didn't have to use his guns. It was the arm wrestling, the arm wrestling which one. I thought was hysterical. Yeah, him. there's another one that he's he's at an amusement park. He owns an amusement park and <laughs> he's trying to chase the the rabbit down. Yeah, too. So. So yeah, I mean, I guess I mean, like even back the other ones too. They were they would be smoking and all that type of stuff, yeah. too, which all that's taken out too. Yeah. I'm sure. So, but I mean, I I mean, I understand about evolving, but yeah, but the character. if you're gonna evolve, then you can't even use the same characters. Because, yeah, <laughs> because when Looney Tunes was made, Yosemite Sam was like people's grandfathers and stuff. Mm. Yeah, it was the Wild West. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But it's not Great bad anymore. Guy, so, yeah. so they got to come up with new shit if they're going to do that. I don't know. I don't know. I just... I, yeah, I haven't, having not seen it all, and I'm not getting HBO Max yet until my other subscription runs out, then when I get it, I will watch all the Looney <clears throat> Tunes, and I'll probably have more to say about it. But, it, it, I mean, again, I think that it's important that you keep the context of who he is. Yeah, which I, I think, think they've, they've done, definitely done that. They've done that. Yeah. And, you know, if it's something that can, can work without I just wonder, I mean... So obviously he's been drawn without holsters too. Then, yeah. Well, there. yeah. He's only been on like two episodes. So. Oh, that's it. That's it. That's yeah. it. That's it. Uh, how many episodes are there? It's like eight. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Then. There's Tweety and Sylvester. I mean, they only run like fifteen minutes too. So there's like a Tweety and Sylvester. Up. There's two yeah. Tweety and Sylvester episodes. There's two episodes with Elmer Fudd and Bugs Bunny. There's um there's another one with Bugs Bunny and the the red hair monster yeah um there's one with bugs or there's there's two with um the daffy ginger, are the ginger people getting upset about that <laughs> you should <laughs> well i'm gonna revolt I, I support josh yeah. how, what's the community saying about this? <laughs> as the resident ginger person here we're outraged we're gonna burn shit down um no but we got a march plan <laughs> yeah. um but no the uh the they they've got two episodes with Daffy and and uh, and um, Porky Pig, and then um, they've got an ups, they've got two episodes with um, with Wally Coyote and the Roadrunner. So, um, but you know the it's it very much keeps the see. But so, okay, so with the Wally and the all right, so 
the entire like all the ones that I ever saw through it was always about him calling Acme and getting like shit tons of explosives and blowing shit up. Mm-hmm. Is he still doing that? I think he's still doing. Okay, that. so it's okay to get do that. Okay, you can build bombs and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and blow up. I right. don't quote me on that because I I honestly don't remember. Yeah. But no rednecks with guns. Yeah. No Omar Fudd or no um, Yosemite Sam with guns. Okay. All right. I think well, I agree. I think it's a little ridiculous. However, I'm not as pissed about it because they, they at least kept with the con with the with the character. Yeah, that's cool. So Alright. Moving on. Anyways. That was just a question I had, but anyways. That, good news on the back stuff. So Yeah. Um as far as comic books go, I wanted to talk about that too, but it's been like it's been a rough release week. I mean, I I, I did uh, Bounty Hunters three came out, and yeah. I have to go pick it up. I, it's there. I haven't got it yet. But the week before that, it was all indie releases and stuff. But there was one that I wanted to talk about that I, I said okay. So I'll, I figured you know, being in the giving mood, I'll support an indie release. Yeah. You know because God knows I told you about that one that was absolutely abysmal. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And I think that I don't want to paint a picture. With a big brush that just talks about how, like, I mean, there's talented stuff in the indie world. I mean, yeah. I don't want to say that there's not. You know, just because it's not DC and Marvel doesn't mean it's not good. And um, I'm reading this other one now, and it's called, um, it's the, basically, it's the story of uh, the pirate. It's a pirate story, but it's a, it's around the two women. Uh, and yeah, and whatever. yeah, I know it's exactly what you're talking about. Ye old, or ye men something. I can't, oh, God, I can't remember the title of it. Good, very good. Art's great. Story's great. Um, I can tell you what the name of it is in a second here, but no, I, I actually appreciate it. I thought it was, um, I thought it was pretty well done. Um, they uh, Annie Bonnie and Bonnie and Bon. It's well, yeah, and Bonnie and is, Mary Reed. Yeah, so it's their story, and the title of the book is after I get through all of my barbecue pictures. <laughs> it is uh, a a man among ye, and um, here here's the cover right here. I mean, not that anybody can see it, but you can see that like the artwork is is pretty tight. Very good, you yeah. know. And I love I love I love pirate stuff, and you know, what's supposed like, to be Bonnie? I'm assuming. Yeah, and um, it uh, you know back when you know um, Pirates of the Carib- Carib- Caribbean, Caribbean came out. Um, I started uh, getting more interested, so I started reading some books on it and stuff. There's not a ton of like material because there's not a lot of like most of it's lore, dude. It's like yeah. there's not yeah. a lot of hardcore history, and they're like piecing a lot of stuff together and everything. But um, there's a couple good books on it, and I've read I read two books about it just to get a sense of that whole period of time. And it's not a huge, it's not a long period either. It's not no. like a very long period at all. But it's just amazing how much happens, and then. To have two females at that time being so iconic. Front runners. Yeah, front and they're, runners. They're filled, like, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like it's really crazy um, to to see how they were able to do that. And um, I don't know, the book looks good and they've really created like this like that evil, like um, British uh, I'm gonna take out all the pirates. I think his name's like yeah. I forget the guy's name now, but I mean he definitely has a they, they they did a they did a great job creating this character that's going to be the nemesis, you know. Yeah. So I'm going to continue to read it, the book, um, but uh, I'll update as we go. But like I said, it was mostly indie releases and stuff. So I think we're coming on to the point now. In the next couple of weeks, we're going to start seeing the flow back in of stuff. But it has been it's been so dry, 
you know what I mean, as far as comic books goes, trying to get stuff. So, but it is what it is. So mm-hmm. we'll talk more about comics as they come in. Danley, have a question for us tonight? No, I did not. I apologize. I did not get a chance to get a hold of Danley. No, that's fine. We can just, we can just make one up. Um, how do you feel about your your hard schedule this year? Well, we're not uh, we're not going to lose a hundred games. Y'all aren't playing the Braves this year, and we're not. Thank God, we're not playing the the Braves this year. Um, our the Pirates. Um, okay, you want my heart pick, or do you want the reality pick? I want yes, both. <laughs> My heart pick is just like every year when baseball starts, it's like, it's so fresh and it's so new. And it's like, you have all the, with the pirates always have this, we have such a core of young talent and it's like, this, these guys are really going to be special. They're going to be special. I can feel it. And what ends up happening is yes, they are all special and we're seeing them when they're like 20 years old. And then what happens is IE. Last example I'll give you, Garrett Cole pitches for us for four years. All of a sudden, like, you know, wins like, you know, 12, 13 games, then leaves us and we get rid of him. And he goes off and gets 20 game winner. And the next thing you know, he's getting multi. He's one of the highest paid pitchers in baseball right now. You know what I mean? It's like we can never, the Pirates will never, ever get it together one thing that we do well is we draft extremely well we, we get good players but we just can't keep them Marte is now in arizona you know i mean we the, right now we got josh bell who god knows how long he'll be with us the only other person on our team that can possibly do anything is polanco and polanco is such a streaky player like he hits like five home runs one week and then two weeks he shits the bed the next week he hits five home runs at the end of the year his stat line looks fantastic, but he does nothing to win games, though, and that's the hard part, you know. So the Buckos, and and then we, we made the most. I was going to use the R word, which I won't use. Uh, <laughs> it, a trade for Chris Archer, which he sucks. He has sucked forever, and I can't believe that we even made the trade. We get him. He's not even. He's not even pitching for us now. He's got a, like an elbow injury or some stupid shit. So it's like. We got like we got Talon. Talon, Talon is, is not bad. We can get some. We can get a couple wins out of him, but he'll probably be our, our biggest winner, and we'll be lucky if we get 12, game, 12 wins out of him. And that I mean that's a blessing if we get twelve wins. So the Pirates again, we're gonna suck. We play in a division, and again we're gonna be playing these our division even more. You know we gotta face the Cubs. We gotta face the Reds. You know I mean it's just like it never ends. And then in between that we would have to face the Braves like twice here and there. You know. So it's like we're just in the worst division possible, and they're always talented players in our divisions. So it's like we'll never do anything. It's like a, a rarity when the stars align, and it only happened like with McCutcheon being there, and which is a, an absolutely phenomenal baseball player. I think he's I love yeah. him to death. He's he truly is the epitome of of a solid baseball player and a guy that came to Pittsburgh and is a Pittsburgher now. Um, to the point where he named his first kid Steel. So I got to have mad respect for a hey. guy like that, you know? So um, it just... Wait, like, S-T-E-E-L or S-T-A-L? E-E-L. Oh, I, I didn't know. Yeah. I don't no. know which one you're talking about. Yeah. Now, if he, maybe, I mean, if he has another kid, maybe he ends up the other way. I don't know. But <laughs> um, but anyways, it's steel just... Steel and Steel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, but the Pirates, I'm not going to lie to you, dude. My heart, I think that I'm, I'm hoping. and I will watch the games with my suspension of disbelief, thinking that we're going to do something. But the bottom line is we will probably finish probably dead last or next to last. That's, that's the truth. It pains me to say it, and Danley is probably on board with that for sure because we talk constantly and bitch constantly about how the Pirates are so mismanaged and everything else. Now, we got a new owner, but it, it just doesn't. It's not going to change for us, unfortunately. So, But the thing is, they can suck as much as they want to suck, and they can be as bad as they're going to be, but you know what? They're my pirates, and I will watch them anyways, and I will always be a pirate fan no matter how shitty they are because they're my shitty pirates. But then, but then, more importantly, hockey's starting up again. Yeah. Now, now we're talking something there because my penguins, now that's a different story, yeah. baby. And now we're getting into uh, a domination situation. Yeah. So, no, I think the I think the Gwens are poised and look wonderful coming into the playoffs right yeah. now so penguins definitely i could think could reach the cup very easily very very easily i think they're so 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 talented and i think that they just they do the right moves and they bring in the right people and like even when people leave the penguins they never really leave the penguins like we lost we lost flurry to the vegas knights in the expansion draft and like it's so ridiculous that this is how pittsburgh is with Flurry because Flurry is was he's a solid guy. I mean, he's just a good goalie too. But as soon as he left there, his you know, jersey sales and all that stuff for him, half of them were in Pittsburgh. They were walking around with Vegas night jerseys nice with his name that. on the back. You know what I'm saying? And then he comes to we play him in Pittsburgh, and they have to like you know like spend ten minutes talking before the game starts. Everyone's screaming for Flurry. You know what I mean? Yeah. After the puck drops, then it's all that's a different story. But yeah. you know. Those type of and any time a player that has like contributed and been a strong person in Pittsburgh that I mean, come back, they always get standing ovation, especially with the Pirates and stuff too, because we never keep them. You know what I mean? So when they come back, and those people are always grateful because they got an opportunity with us to start with. They're always they're always gracious and stuff like that too. But then of course Steelers, man, Steelers look great, dude. Our defense is gonna be outstanding. Defense, dude, we're gonna just kill. And now we got two watts on our team. We just need the third watt, <laughs> dude. If we get the third watt on our team, dude, we are gonna be outstanding. <laughs> so, but I know you asked me about baseball. I, I think I, I think my opinion on the Braves. You guys look good. Yeah. You guys look good. We got the we got the Yankees. We got the the Sox. But then that's and then the Royals. Well, those first off, the... you'll fatten up on the Royals. So. Don't well, you'll beat the yeah. shit out of the Royals. The Every- Mets will beat the Royals. I think we're gonna have a harder time with. I think you underestimate the Royals. No, I don't. They're um, not that good. We're we're not playing the Marlins, which is kind of disappointing because that's who we usually you chat about. Do you think the Royals have talent? They it's they've got on years, so they've got they're this they're they can be a white knight at times. So what will happen is okay, you play a four game series or or a dark knight rather. The dark knight. Whoa. You can um you can. Okay. Black horse, whatever you want to call right. it. Whatever your series is, I don't know how many times you play them, you will win the series. I think twice. Okay, so, all right, if it's a four-game series, you may lose a, a game to them, but you'll win the series. And yeah. that's the thing about baseball. You just have to win the series. You're not going to win every game. Yeah. You're not. 
But they'll catch you. They make. Oh yeah, no, make, we'll win the series. I'm just saying, yeah, like, I don't think that you. we're gonna like necessarily fatten up on them. I don't think it's gonna be like a but, a but sweep if, or anything. Oh, it you could know. be if they catch you in the right. If they catch yeah. you, would they? Would, if they catch you and they're and they're in the rotation with the number five, number four, number five starter, and you're at the top of your list with your one and two starters. Dude, you will take them. I yeah. guarantee. The, the thing that's going to benefit us is that we've got a really young team, other than maybe Freddie Freeman, because Freddie Freeman's getting up there a little bit, and he's uh, he's our age. He's like twenty nine or so. So you know he's he's getting to to his to the time to where he's starting to have a few issues, but um, as far as consistency goes, but the uh, the the rest of the team is is. Very young and and they've got a but lot of stamina. But their talent level is, is they've got extremely roof. well talented. The real people. The talented that you Acuna, have to... Albies, you know, yes. we're we're set up very very well. Yeah, and and don't them. knock don't knock Freddie either. No, he, yeah, he's I mean he's he's still very solid. good. But I mean, like whenever you whenever you put him into a whenever you put a whenever you put a yellow light in, into a room full of white lights, it, it looks sure. a little bit less. No, looks. So you're bit. saying he's not he's not the halogen bulb. He's, yeah, he's he's not he's not no, the LEDs. he's not the daylight LED bowl in the group. No, he's the he's the keep the bugs away bowl. Uh, yeah. Hey, hey, I look at it this way: Albert Pujols is still playing, right? So, mm-hmm. hey, oh no, yeah, I mean, yeah. and I'm not saying that Freddie's not redeemable. Like he he if he works on his stuff, he can definitely come back, and he's yeah. a great first baseman. Like defensively. There is no better first baseman sure. than Freddie Freeman. Sure. Um, offensively, that's where he's starting to lose a little bit of this stuff. Yeah. But, you know. Well, we finally got rid of Cervelli, who's probably the worst catcher in baseball, and I can't stand him. And um, most people in Pittsburgh, for some reason, loved him just because he was Italian. But uh, it just the guy could not he, – A, he can't catch. B, he I, I could throw people out at second base better than this guy. <laughs> he is so bad. I just, I literally, I just cannot stand him. And I'm so glad when we got rid of him because it was just like one less thing to worry about. It's like, basically, you get on first and you can run. You might as well just hit a double because if you're going to run against him, and Shauna could make it to second base <laughs> on, on Cervelli. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, 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 I'm not saying my wife's not fleet of foot. I'm just saying that's how bad he is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, I think a one legged man could probably make the second base. <laughs> On, on Cervelli, so he just sucks. Okay, I'm done. Well, if you're a baseball fan, let us know how you feel about your lineup this year um, and your schedule that's been presented with our 60-day game season. Um, if you like the podcast, make sure to like the podcast um, and uh, check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Um, subscribe to the podcast and review it. That definitely helps people, people um, find us. Uh, we definitely appreciate it. If you feel like uh, contributing to the podcast, um, you can reach out to our Patreon. And um, until next week, this has been the Nerd Force Podcast. <laughs>